Welcome to a special edition of the How Are You, Where Are You podcast. Um, it's the homecoming edition. And uh, this is the day that after 390 days of cycling through, I think it's 22 countries, uh, almost 16,000 kilometers now, we are coming home. Our cycle journey has taken us from London, where we lived for seven years, and over the last year we've been pedaling back to our home of the Hutt Valley of New Zealand. And at this, well, maybe at this point I should say to Shelley, how are you, where are you? <laughs> well, I feel, um, I feel like a funny excitement nervousness in my, in my chestal region. Uh, I'm sitting aboard the um, inter-islander ferry that goes over Cook Strait or Rokawa as it's called, uh, from Picton to Wellington Harbour and we've just come in between the Wellington Heads and we can kind of start to see the city. It's a beautiful sunny day, perfect weather really and it wasn't until we came up here on this deck that I started to have all these feelings <laughs> of um, I can't really explain it. I, I think yeah. you feel the same. Yeah, it's one of those feelings that is kind of stuck down in your chest yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know previous times when we've come home from London come here we've only done it twice and flowing in flying in here to Wellington um, and this time we're coming through the heads into the beautiful uh, Whanganui Atara and Wellington Harbour and you know it's just wow man this is home all those little homes up on the hillsides there we've got Pencaro Lighthouse over here and Maybe Evan Shaw is waving at us somewhere from Scorching Bay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is home and, well not quite, you know, we have to get into the harbour, pull up and our bikes are downstairs parked next to all the trucks. And then we cycle off with Evan and um, Nick's going to be there. <laughs> uh, Nick, um, friend of the podcast, he has been, um, well he came over on the ferry last night and so he should be waiting for us as well. We're going to cycle up to my sister's place. Hearing that audio from the ferry is bringing back some of the memories of, of the day we arrived, which was actually now a month ago. So we've been here in the Hutt Valley for a month now, home. We're sitting in the living room of my parents' place. And this is actually the house in which I grew up. <laughs> and we've been staying here. But we want to kind of, think about that day we arrived and um, you know in some ways we could have maybe recorded this a lot earlier but you know maybe giving ourselves a bit more time to think about what it means to be home is useful too what do you think well I guess that's a nice way to say that we've been lazy <laughs> <laughs> and um, well because that's kind of really it I mean we could have recorded straight away but I guess the benefit of recording now is that um, maybe we know more about what it means to be home yeah. which uh, I actually don't think I am that sure, you know, like, yeah. you know, I'm still not sure what our whole trip means mm. or if it should have a meaning. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. To me, it's been really great being home and stuff, but I'm quite confused. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the day we got home was um, quite a, an intense day. Um, so we, we got off the ferry and, and met and my sister and brother-in-law were there with their kids to meet us off the ferry which was really nice I hadn't seen her in a few years um I'm Amy your sister <laughs> I think you know that already though and how are you where are you I am at the ferry terminal in Wellington 
<laughs> and how am I? I'm, I'm amazing. I'm just seeing my sister and her husband for the first time in the flesh in two years. So pretty awesome. Pretty awesome, really. <laughs> Sums it up. Yeah, and then we jumped on the bikes and um, we were riding along down, down into the Hutt Valley. Yeah, it was well, up into the Hutt Valley, heading heading north. You're but right. uh, <laughs> and um, but that that was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, um, we rode out 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 for the ferry. It's it's quite. This is the cool thing about cycling, isn't it? You know, mm. the, I mean, I guess people do, do drive out of the ferry and then just drive <laughs> onto the road. But <laughs> but yeah, having. Uh, not really ridden our bikes in the city. It was pretty strange. And, you know, meeting up with Nick and Evan. I'm Evan. Evan. Evan Short. Of? Uh, of the Short family. <laughs> I'm not really of anything anymore. I, I have been part of other things previously, but now I've I've belittled myself to just being Evan of the Short family. And longtime friend of Shelley and Baden. And longtime friend of Shelley and Baden. Um, yeah. How are you? Where are you? Uh, I'm really good. Um, and I'm really excited that you guys have gone back to home um, and we are at the ferry terminal downtown in Wellington yeah on the on the shore of the great Wellington Harbour and then we just got onto the road and onto the motorway with cars sort of rushing beside us but it was still kind of cool the road was um, really smooth and and then we headed out to Petoni which is on the other side of the Wellington Harbour and that's where we met up with my sister and mum. They um, came to meet us at a cafe, which was sort of like another rendezvous point for more friends. Uh, my name's Kylie, and I used to make pizzas with Baden in the mid-90s. And, <laughs> and how are you? Where are you? I am fantastic. I'm having a really tasty coffee at uh, Caffeined in Petone. So, yeah, well, there was Rob and Kylie and Jally and uh, who else? Yeah, my mum and her husband, Ashley. And then with, oh, my brother Callum was there also. Yeah, so, and then with um, Nick and Evan, I think we had a peloton of about 10 people um, cycling up, up the Hutt River Trail. And, yeah, there's a trail, like, through our city of the Hutt Valley, Lower Hutt and Upper Hutt, all the way uh, to my sister's place. It was great, you know. We rode past um, my old high school. Uh, <laughs> and uh, another funny thing was is that um, we got interviewed by the um, the editor of the Upper Hutt Leader, which is our local newspaper. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And actually quite a lot of our friends saw that article and, and also people that we didn't know and got in touch with us to say, oh, you know, we'd love to meet you because we're into cycle touring as well. So that turned out to be quite a cool thing, um, being on the on the front cover of the leader. My aunt sent my nana a, <laughs> a copy of it. So, yeah, it was a nice touch. But pulling into the driveway at Felicity Place, your sister's house, um, yeah, everyone was there waiting for us. A nice climb to finish. Hello, family. Like, stuff them, we're pouring a glass. Yeah, we left the child behind. Yeah, we had to leave some people. Did you? We hate to do it. We'll send someone back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my dad. He's going to hear an iron. I'm back. I'm back. 
for me was a feeling lots of different feelings lots of mixed emotions and I was so excited to see my family again um and you know I, I know what it means to them that I'm home because we've kind of mentioned it, I think in previous podcasts the fact that they were quite nervous about um well worried about us and you know I mean I think it's just normal parents just worry about their kids kids have to go off and do their thing but um yeah they were happy to see us safely home um but I think aside from from being glad to be back I was a little nervous about losing the spirit of the trip um you know we learned a lot of um important things on that journey and I think I was concerned that I would start forgetting I would start forgetting some of the things I'd learned forgetting what's really important and forgetting what some of the special people that I met had taught me. Um, and I, and I wasn't sure and still am not sure how to safeguard against that happening. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a really tough one. And for me, gosh, I mean, I've kind of still been like this last month has been like, we've still been on the trip. I, I've cycled in the month of May when we we've meant to have finished our trip. I've cycled fourteen hundred kilometers, um, which is fair fair bit, you know. I've cycled, <laughs> cycled almost every day. I've done lots of rides around Upper Heart and over to the Wider Upper, and you know, last week we went on a cycle tour, you know, that lasted a whole week. You know, we yeah. did another hundred four hundred and fifty k by just going up into the North Island to go visit my mum and my dad and then over to your grandma's place. So, yeah, we've, we've already been on a cycle tour since we've been home. And for me, I guess part of it is because I don't... Well, nothing's ready for us to come home to. You know, like, it's not as if we've got a house and job that we can just step straight into. And the weather's been really great during the month of May here. Unusually, it should be a lot wetter like it is today. Um, and... So that's allowed, well, me especially. I mean, you haven't done um, nearly as much riding as I have, but it's allowed me to sort of almost pretend, I guess, that we're, we're still doing it because I'm not quite sure on how the adaptation process is going yet, if I'm completely honest. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we're in my old room <laughs> from when I was a kid. That's where we're, you know, sleeping. And I've, I've just noticed like a few bits and pieces creeping into that room. Um, when we first got back, um, my sister lent me some clothes and, you know, cause all we had was what we were traveling with and we've picked up a few books and 
some of the souvenirs that we sent home while we were on the road. Those are kind of in our room. And I'm already thinking we've got more stuff than we could fit in the panniers now. <laughs> yeah, isn't it strange? And I really want to fight against that. I know, me too. Yeah, I mean, I... I um. Like we went to my dad's place and there's all this these books that I'd left there when we left New Zealand eight years ago and just went through it. I don't want that. I don't need that. You know, yeah. and we, we took three boxes of stuff to a charity shop. Yeah. And no, I still want to continue that. I just don't think we need the stuff. That's one of the big lessons our, our trip has shown us. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, once we sort out our housing situation, hopefully we can still keep things pretty sparse because... I just want to focus on the important things to me, which is being outside and, yeah. um, you know, and, and trying to spend as little time as possible inside. Yeah, I think it's something that everybody fights is accumulating a lot of stuff, but we're just at such an extreme level of having so little that every single object that we're inquiring and bringing into that room, it just, ugh. and then the thought of all the stuff we shipped home from London to here that's sitting in your mum's garage. Mm. Whenever I think about all that stuff, I get a really bad feeling, like a weight on my chest. You know, I don't know. I just, I don't want any of that stuff. Mm, we, we don't kind of need it. I mean, I really want those bicycles. <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah, I mean, I don't even, I'm still wearing the same clothes that were just in our panniers. I haven't accumulated any more clothes. Okay, you, you are seriously in denial, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I have to go meet with a recruitment agent um, later this week and it's a real, <laughs> real um, dilemma because I'm like, well, should I, if I just ride in there, then I can get away with just meeting him wearing my cycling clothes. Or, you know, <laughs> dude, I've just cycled in here, you know, sorry, um, oh, I'm daddy casual or whatever. <laughs> but but then some of it's me, some of me say, oh, do I need to present myself in this sort of work uniform? Uh, yeah. And then I've, I've already it done feels it. So weird. It yeah. feels like it's just completely not me. You've done it, haven't you? You've yeah. you've gone and succumbed and uh, <laughs> and found some work gear to wear. You'll be pretty happy if I get a job and start paying for stuff, babe. <laughs> but um, yeah, Baden mentioned that he's been cycling almost every day, whereas I haven't been. Um, and you know, before we started this trip, Baden was really much more obsessed by cycling than I was. And I love cycling, but I have really been enjoying relaxing um, here at mum's place uh, and also visiting quite a lot of family and stuff. But just that um, when you wake up in the morning and there isn't the pressure to go out and search for food, search for shelter, that is really lovely. <laughs> I don't know, like there's just, a, you don't have to think about it. You can You can sort of truly relax while you're cycle touring you are pretty much always on unless you've found a place where you're going to hang out for a week every day almost every day you're moving you're always looking for shelter where am i going to go to the loo we need some more of this we're going to have to buy that we need to you know fix this on the bike we need to wash our clothes we need to and it's just endless and here it's so easy yeah but um the kind of a flip side of that is you know the days that we've been home that I haven't been able to get outside and do something are the days that have made me go really stir crazy. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm kind of a bit directionless at the moment because I don't have a job and you know, all that, all that side of it. But I just, and what I've sort of discovered here, the really heartwarming thing for me about being home is there's so much opportunity for out, outdoors adventure here. 
um and especially here in Upper Hutt, no, there's so many trails. I've taken up trail running in the last month, and it's been well. I've, I haven't done it too much because I've I went for a run around the park the other day and pulled my calf or Achilles, and it was being really sore. But um, I've kind of already got obsessed by it. <laughs> it's and and the opportunities for outdoor stuff here is endless. And then and on days like today where it's kind of a bit drizzly and. You know, I'm think I'm just kind of thinking. Oh, should I just go outside anyway and just get amongst it, or you know, should I be here and sort of relax and do things like record this podcast? Yeah. And yeah, it's those things that are really um, uh, causing a bit of conflict in, inside. Yeah, yeah. It's it definitely is exciting being back in New Zealand and being a person who now appreciates the outdoors more and mm. wants to be out there. I mean, when we did that ride up to Whanganui, uh, up the coast, um, well, not up the coast, up the line, up north, and um, it was so nice being outside again. Even though it was a bit rainy and some bits were a bit tough, on the whole, it felt like it felt really comfortable. Mm. And I realized that I've been inside so much over the last month compared to the year of traveling that yeah it was nice to bust out and and get outside and there's so there are so many cool things to do here in New Zealand if you want to get outside and that's not something I was interested in when I lived here so it feels like a, it feels like a new place to mm. me it doesn't feel like coming back to an old place it feels totally different yeah that's a really good thing about it isn't it and I think that's one thing that I know what this trip where I sort of know for sure what this trip trip has done for me, and it's really has changed me into an outdoors person. You know, I'm just thinking about, you no, know, where can we go, and you know, I want to get into kayaking, exploring our rivers and things here. You know, things I would have never have thought of living here as a kid, mm. or living in London for that matter. So there's all this opportunity out there and yeah, that's what I'm really focused on enjoying at the moment and what I think is so great about this country. Mm. But you know, there are some things here too which really I haven't enjoyed since we've been home. You know, like coming home here, um, the politics is horrible and and uh, yeah, nothing really inspires you about our, the leadership in this country. Um, Oh, television? That's another thing. Television here is terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to avoid it as much as I can. It's like, for example, when we were having dinner last night, the TV was on, and there was a show following around, following a um, ambulance driver around, and the stuff that he was going to was just like really boring. It was a, a guy painting a house had fallen off his ladder. And this was the stuff that they make a television show about. And this is sort of the level of um, the television here is really crap. There's nothing to watch. Which is cool. Get outside, Baden. Exactly, which is great when you want to be an outdoors person. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that I've kind of realized is coming back to um, being around people who are living and working and, and starting to fall into, a, I guess, a routine. Um, you realize how kind of fit we are and how weird our perception of cycling and distances is compared to other people so we've been you know we've ridden into the city wellington city a a couple of times and it just feels like nothing and people think we're a bit weird for doing it and and even i'm thinking back to when i used to live here if someone asked me to ride into wellington city i'd think they were actually crazy but we just do it as if it's nothing and going up to wanganui this is a trip that i made with my family by car 
so many times when I was a kid to go and visit my nana and to ride up there is just and take how you know how many well, like five days, days of cycling yeah, to do two it days to come back. two days to come back people just laugh at us because it's a three-hour drive yeah <laughs> the perspective has changed um uh, for that completely i mean into wellington it's only 30k on the bike and it's completely flat so it does really feel like a doddle and you know i've been able to get into there from here in about an hour so it's not as if it's like a real, you know, like I'm um, wasting all my time having to cycle in in order to go to an appointment. Um, yeah. So that that's really cool to know. And I feel quite comfortable that if we lived here in Upper Hutt, that I could just easily commute into work. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and taking up running. I, can't, I didn't realize that I'm actually really fit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Of course, yeah, I've cycled a lot over the last year and you know, every day, yeah, I'm going to be fit. But uh, I didn't know that my body could handle the whole running thing. And you know, I've been running with some friend, with a, with a friend and just running up a hill and going, wow, I can do this. I had no idea my body could do it. I had no idea my body could run. And, uh, and then I, I can do it. And I've, and I'm not even that tired afterwards. Mm. It's incredible um, when you start realizing, you know, what sort of level of fitness we've reached. Mm. And it makes me really want to keep on top of it as well. Yeah, it's, it's already slipping away for me. <laughs> 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 Too much sitting around and eating, eating scones. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I know I've, I've almost been on a pie a day still, you know, so <laughs> it's not as if my, um, yeah, that, that will start catching up with me <laughs> if I'm not very careful. Um, one other thing that I noticed um, is that coming home and riding around or driving around um, the Hutt Valley or Wellington, I've been noticing a lot of things that I probably I hadn't ever noticed before. Um, and actually, I'm saying this, but now I'm sort of thinking, gosh, what's an example? But basically, like, for example, um, coming out to the valley I was looking at sort of the shape of the valley and where the river is and I thought to myself where where does the river the Awakairangi the Hutt River where does it start right mm. I've never had that thought in my brain and I lived here for I grew up here my whole life and I never ever wondered where that river starts and you know and so many other thoughts like that have come come to me since we've been home just the things about why is the street called Hector Grove that we're sitting in right now that thought I'd never ever thought I'd never wondered why the streets around here are called this who is Hector who is Brentwood who is you know why are they called that and it literally only occurred to me the other day that three streets around the corner are named after mountain ranges near here mm. you know what I like I just feel like when I lived here, I was just oblivious to everything and and traveling for a year through so many new places and and always learning and always seeing new things and always questioning, why is it like this? What does that mean? It's it's just awakened this whole new curious area of my brain. You know, I don't know if you have noticed that, but for me, that is that has definitely happened and I just want it to stay awake. I just want to keep wondering why things are the way they are and and trying to find out more about that yeah i mean yeah i guess you're totally right i i can't say that uh well maybe that has that's probably been happening with me but we just think it's a natural thing now don't we rather than noticing that it's been a change from how we were before yeah, yeah. so yeah no it is cool that 
these things are sort of happening to us and we're starting to realize now how much this trip has sort of changed us um yeah because yeah, it's good because it means that we won't slip into old habits yeah but i do think it is the sort of thing and that comes back to my first point about being nervous about forgetting some of these things that that we've picked up or learned or awakened in, in ourselves on the trip um, and just trying to work out how to how to hold on to them. So one example is, you know, before we arrived home, Bain and I talked about an idea of having a bit of a mantra of keeping it simple. So whenever we're making decisions about life or about buying something or whatever it might be, it's just to always remember about the most important thing is to keep things simple. Um, and another thing that we've done a little bit since we've been home is we've been around the dinner table or you know, whatever we've been, you know, going around and saying what we've been grateful for that day, um, you know, wherever it be, whether it's here with my parents or with your parents or, you know, we stayed with some people on the way up to, on the way back from Whanganui. And, you know, it's, it's a nice, I think it's a nice thing to do that just reminds us that, you know, when we were in, say, the deserts in Peru, you know, the idea of sitting around a table like this one here, enjoying the kind of food that we can make here so easily, having a beautiful shower and then having a bed waiting for us. Those, that sort of stuff would sometimes be enough to make me weep with happiness and gratitude. Mm. Yeah, I think I've already been taking them for granted. <laughs> yeah, so back for a month, we've been um, catching up with a lot of friends and family. We've been embarking a little bit on the job hunt um i've had one interview and so you know th that's slowly happening um we've done a bit of a trip on the bikes um a little mini cycle tour for a week um we've got some other goals in place for our kind of first 100 days home that yeah, you so you've come up with this 100 day plan for us haven't you well i've kind of contributed a few things as well i suppose yeah. but i think it's a good idea isn't it mm. just Helps, helps keep you focused but at the same time I'm, I'm feeling pretty relaxed and but you no know, it's been nice to be here with your parents because there's just no pressure on us to so quickly find a job you know um, it's just one of our luxuries that we have from our sort of privileged position that we have in life that you know we can come to a place like this and there's no sort of you know urgency for us to put food on the table and things like that and just from, apart from our privileged back, background that we should be really grateful for. Mm. Um, the other thing I guess to talk about is that, you know, how we're sort of feeling about arriving home and living, settling down here and, and living here now. Um, and I really wasn't sure how I'd feel. And my feeling is, and you know that I feel right now that it it's, was really a good decision. And it, it kind of feels right to me uh, to be here. Um, a lot of the, you know, friends and family and new people that we've met have been awesome. I mean, all the people we met when we were traveling in the South Island were all really interesting people and that we had things that we could learn from them. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel, I feel really good about, about being here. Um, I know you've got some concerns about maybe what, what you're going to do for work and, you know, there are limited opportunities here in terms of journalism when compared to the uk for example yeah um state of journalism here is not amazing and um yeah the and they don't really pay either so it's a pretty it's not great for that sort of thing so i'm yeah that's i'm not so optimistic about that i'm not so optimistic about politics here and 
you know, and there, there's some things I find it pretty icky um, that we seem to come across every now and then, things like casual racism and, you know, homophobia and stuff that I would sort of attribute to sort of being in a small country. But on the flip side, the outdoors life that I think we can create here is uh, potentially going to be really awesome. So, and, you know, ma the majority of the people that we meet are, you know, brilliantly, outstandingly lovely. So, you know, there's a lot to be optimistic about, but, you know, truth be told, I'm really confused at the moment. And, you know, I really miss the whole cycle touring lifestyle. And, um, but I just somehow got to get over that, I guess. And, uh, yeah, try and work out how I'm going to do this whole transition back to, uh, what I guess is, as much as I've tried to reject it, what is ultimately called real life. Making this podcast has and does sort of challenge us to articulate how we're feeling about um, our trip and to sort of save some of the memories and the voices of people we've met and the places we've been. And it's been uh, a real learning exercise and it's also I think now uh, a bit of a treasure trove for us um, and whether it's going to be we listen back in 10 years and cringe or laugh or whatever it's going to be I think it's a it's a really great souvenir of our travels um, and this is pretty much the last episode now so uh, the homecoming episode we'll do a bonus gear review podcast um, but yeah it's just a chance now to thank you guys for listening um, I think it's quite a few hours of audio that we've produced over the last 13 months. Um, and we've had a really good time doing it. Yeah, totally. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's yeah, it's been great doing this whole podcast thing and uh, kind of a unique and nice way to remember our trip. And you know, what you're mentioning about the Gear podcast, it'll be sort of just a bit of a bonus uh, episode for cycle touring nerds um, aimed directly at you guys because um, I just think you know I spent so much time before going on my this cycle tour going over uh, people's blogs and um, talking you know trying to understand what gear is good to take on a cycle tour well I guess we've come back after 16,000 kilometers and I think yeah it might be interesting for some people um who are interested in the whole gear side of it so it'll just be a bit of a, a a short thing for gear nerds just talking about a few of the things uh we took on our tour and why we took them basically sounds good um we are you know we have some ideas for future possible podcasts um so if you are interested in continuing to hear our opinions on various subjects um just keep an eye on our social media so baden's on twitter at baden c or instagram baden cycling um and also the blog as well we'll we'll try and keep that up to date so if we do anything we'll point to whatever our new project might be um, but other than that, I think we might be signing off for this podcast. So thank you so much for all your support and for listening to us over this past year. Bye. Bye.